and welcome to season two, episode two of We Bombastic Few. Uh, welcome, as always, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have missed you this past week, and uh, we're excited to be back for our season two as we stayed last episode. Um, Brent, Daniel, you guys want to say something? Say hi. I'm Hello? Say- wow. Yeah, it's okay. No, it's okay. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> right, fine. It's me, Daniel. This is also episode fifteen. Sort just, of. And just sort of. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Well, okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna need you guys to refer to me as uh, Technician Brent because I last night just got my ham radio uh, technician license, so. Oh, that reminds yeah. me, because I wanted to talk about this. Uh, you guys can refer to me as Master of the Forge. Because in lab the other day, I made a knife. It's pretty awesome. It's not a good knife, but, but I made it. <laughs> I don't think that qualifies you for the title of Master of the Forge. I used the forge. I was sitting over an anvil with tongs and a hammer. <laughs> but just because I just because you use something doesn't mean that I'm a master of a sword. I I am I am the master. I command the forge. Therefore, I am master of the forge. I thought you were going to say moreover. Moreover, you, you had like the master gentlemen. of the force, and I was like, I don't think we can uh, say that. <laughs> moreover, uh, no one's following us on social media, guys. Still, we have very few. We uh, are hurting. We're not getting out there. We need your finger pressing capabilities to spread the word about our somewhat potential comedy that we have here. Uh, beyond that, we got some feedback on world building that we tried out last episode. I was kind of skeptical about it, but so far we heard that it was pretty good. And what do you guys think about it so far? I like it. I thought it was, thought it was interesting. I think it could still be interesting. Has lots of potential, I think. No. Please don't stop listening. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> please. Um, <laughs> I have a family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today's segments are a superhero debate, always a fun one. Next, we have not just one, but multiple hypotheticals because Brent. What is a podcast without a hypothetical? I totally wasn't prepared, but I <laughs> luckily we have it written down, so I okay. And you thankfully, go. you're paying attention. Yep. And then we have uh, just some random stuff going on, including another uh, segment of world building. But first, as always, we have the bombastic word of the episode: pronk. To jump straight into the air normally when threatened. I'm picturing no, like, like normally when threatened, not jump straight up in the air normally as opposed to unnaturally. Um, oh man, I uh, it, it makes me think of like that an, uh, animation of like a cat that gets yeah exactly jumps up or a gazelle shaking. was the website uh, yeah. example. I was I was backpacking once and this is when I was in, I used to be in Boy Scouts and I was a few. I was a few people back from the front of the line. We're just walking. We're just taking a day trip up to see this view off this little cliff. And I just see the person in the front of the line. He, he is, it was like the highest vertical I've ever seen from anyone. He's so far in the air. And we like, there was a rattlesnake in the middle of the path. No, gosh. So he pronked. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, know if that counts, trivia but... for you. Me and Daniel met in Boy Scouts. Fun fact. Third grade. 
Oh, shoot, you're right. What uh, <laughs> what class of, or it was uh, bear, Cub Scouts. Bear? Yep, it was Bear. Yeah, Bear Scouts, that's right. I joined because they said they had snacks. <laughs> there were snacks, it was pretty awesome. And then when, once you got the Boy Scouts, they stopped doing snacks, and oh, that was a tough uh, thing to learn. Yeah, Honestly, I, I don't know why anyone's an Eagle Scout. <laughs> well, as that rabbit trail continues, segment <laughs> number one of the episode. As promised, All right. Segment A. Daniel. We're sitting here. We're in a bit of a rush trying to get everything together. We have a limited time frame. And we were like, hey, you know what? I think I remember people liking the superhero debate. So that's what we're doing. So here are our three combinations of superpowers. If, if you haven't listened before, what we do is we take six powers, we match them up in twos, and we argue over which superhero is best or most practical, either in everyday life or in fights against each other. So here goes. The first hero has body part substitution, which allows... It is the ability to replace one's limbs or other body parts with those of another. And omnilinguism, which is the ability to understand any form of language, a natural polyglot. <laughs> this can be accomplished in various ways, which I'm sure we'll talk about. <laughs> Hero 2 has the ability of wall crawling, which is just what it sounds like, ability to adhere to solid surfaces, including walls and ceilings, and teleportation, which is the ability to move from one place to another without occupying the space in between. The third hero has the abilities of poison generation, which allows you to assault others with one or more varieties of toxins with widely disparate effects, and night vision, which is the ability to see clearly in total darkness. All right, so we'll we'll just go down the list of ones that you probably or we need to expand upon number one is definitely body part substitution so the ability to replace one's limbs or other body parts with those of another so does that mean like it's like oh man i'm in a tough bind let me replace my left arm with arnold schwarzenegger's left arm and then even beyond that like what if you're in a terrible situation and you decide to replace your legs with those of a kangaroo and you jump away so does it not have to be another human that's what that's what i'm asking it says says body parts with those of another so i i'd I'd say it could be any animal as long as you can make the ligaments connect properly (laughs) so we i can't get like the legs of like a grasshopper or something Yeah, that that might not work so well. I, I don't I don't know if we could okay, say that about, it's going to resize animal? parts. How about we well, no, it doesn't resize. It's like the size of a grasshopper leg. Like. I I think it shouldn't resize. So practically, I think human limbs is what works best. What do, what do we stay with mammals? That can make it a little interesting. All right, so I could get a gorilla. Correct. I okay. I, I don't know what animals are mammals or not. I'm just. <laughs> Not birds and reptiles. It's either it's either it's either an, all animals or no animals, or I'm not going to know the difference. <laughs> oh my god, were you not paying attention like first through 
tenth I, grade or something. I, I, I remember I knew at some point. But. Well, it says another, and I feel like another implies a person. So let's just leave it at people. Stick with so. Mo- moving on, we got omnilinguism. My question was any form of a language. My question was animals. Could we consider them to have a language? And so. But I, I definitely have seen on this website before speaking with animals as a power, so probably well, it, not. It, it doesn't say you can speak any language. It says you can understand it. Yeah. That's very true. So can they talk to... They could get the... This would be interesting if this person could get the body parts of an animal and then, uh, like... Switch the mouth and vocal well, cords. Un, oh, well, understand the animal. There's this episode of... Uh, rick and morty where i forget how but through some means the main character morty is able to understand what animals are saying and oh yeah he, it's the squirrels squirrels, <laughs> squirrels yeah. and they're just plotting to take over the world and they look at him and he's like hey can that kid understand us? <laughs> so so are we giving him the can he understand animals yeah, yeah, he can understand animals uh, if they can speak to another. Because I don't know that necessarily all animals can yeah. speak to each other. Well, you know, they can communicate, but they but, might not be able to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree with you, but it take a while to go through every animal. So do we want to just give them blanket? He can understand animals. Can't speak to yeah. them, but he can understand. If, them. if they're speaking, yeah. I like the the second clause of this of that statement is this can be accomplished in various ways. I don't know <laughs> what what, the, yeah, what does that mean. I don't want to know. Um, like if they could if they text you, you can understand that too. Versus like hearing it, I don't know. Well, well that's true. It's understand. So it doesn't have to be speaking. So like uh, do, reading body language, like ASL. They have a uh, animal sign language. That thing. That means if you're writing code and you can't figure out why it won't debug, he can understand exactly what's happening in your code. You can be like, yeah, that's definitely true because it's a it's programming language. Oh wait, oh, so that's interesting. So he'll know exactly what each line of code is doing, but he won't be able to tell you how to fix your problem. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) But he can he can help debug. So this guy instantly has a a prime computer science. Uh, okay, opportunity okay. wall crawling number two guy is number two guy just as like a master of transportation in general yeah i feel like teleportation and wall crawling could be redundant in a lot of situations but well, um, not necessarily because you could teleport yourself to the ceiling in yeah, stealth yeah. situations uh the, um, what's the x night crawler he he can like scale walls and stuff so it, it's virtually <laughs> night crawler <laughs> Who named himself Nightcrawler as a hero name? I mean, if no, you see, was, he's literally like a, a little blue demon. So. He was actually... He's like a worm. Well, <laughs> he was named as like, he was supposed to be like a circus or something like that. Like he was in a circus and they named him that. Like he was like a pet more than anything. Gotcha. Initially. Okay, he didn't yeah. give himself that name. Okay. Yeah, as far that, as that I makes, believe. That's well, a little better. I have no idea. Marvel is uh, not my strong suit. Anyway, uh, so third guy, poison generation and night night vision's understandable. Don't have questions there, but poison generation ability to assault others with one or more varieties of toxins with va- various effects. Like 
What so exactly? Does that, does that include like toxic clouds? I, yeah, I, I was just imagining like the Pokemon. Um, what's the coughing? Yeah, that one. <laughs> just that. I'm just imagining that, and he's got like. Uh, I just like this. He goes coffee. <laughs> um, what what effects could a poison have besides uh, like maybe like paralysis or um itchy nose? <laughs> and I I feel like it's a. I feel like a clause of that almost has to be that you're immune to any poisons as well. Yeah. I definitely say. So I it's almost just a an ex machina ability. Cuz like I'm imagining any physical ailment you could pretty much accomplish with one poison or another. Mhm. And so and but you, you you could you could put out poisons that are going to corrode through things as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um how how does he how does he disperse these toxins um like does he like shoot a like a a gas out of his eyelids or something i I don't know if it's if it's more of a like a liquid toxin or like that it would just secrete from his skin like sweat okay what and so what about for a gas but if if it's a gas then it would come out from well i guess the body's covered in pores it could come out from anywhere on their body all right but so but he can't like it's not necessarily like a projectile per se where he could like do, uh, yeah i would direct think, I would it think toward, you it's can, just emanates from him yeah it, you could send it out as fast as you could send out breath you know yeah all right sure okay so 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 this guy carries around like a little uh you know those little fans that they pass out at like fourth of July that you they, they connect to your phone or something? No, no, no. You know yeah. those you know those like those old toys that like you pull back a string that looks like kinda of, like a slingshot but like projects like this little like puff of air like Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those it's he like a gi- air those. cannon. An like a <laughs> giant <laughs> air cannon. <laughs> he just blows blowing. All you hear is this. All you hear is it's just like this cloud of poison and so and night vision that's pretty nice uh what so one thing i thought for the first guy body part substitution dude theoretically if he got in a super big bind he could replace his head with someone else and then just escape and get a like a different body oh well it says well it says other body parts too the he can never get sick really because anything that's ailing him he can just replace well okay so, so he basically has like mock regeneration so his part his ability resides within his head and not within the genetics of the body he holds yeah well and like the we don't discuss how these people got these powers but even if it was just like in their genetics they're still like his dna in his head and so and you he could never get rid of his head (laughs) entirely yeah i so that i I like that guy initially because he's basically got regeneration yes i agree but i think mr transportation has definitely has huge potential he can his evasiveness is high. 
So he can clearly get away from a little poison cloud. And then he can also... I don't feel like I mean, body he, part he, substitution has anything to hold up against, like hold against Mr. Transportation. Well, but it could also be used as an offensive ability because let's say someone breaks his arm, he switches that broken arm with the person that just broke it, and so like or, any- yeah, if someone if someone's swinging a blade at him, all he has to do is switch bodies with. <laughs> the guy and boom. <laughs> now he's alive and he's swinging a sword at the other guy that's kind of op i feel like we have to limit that somehow a cooldown maybe yeah i think the head or like a cooldown depending is... on how much he's transferring yeah like head head it's got to be like yeah you can only he's do this once a day like or... like your energy is almost completely depleted if you replace heads with someone yeah, yeah. but he certainly would still need to be able to replace like arms and stuff at a fairly semi-regular basis for him to still be useful yeah that's true but he he can definitely get himself out of a bind mm -hmm. so yes so he's he also has evasive potential uh the first guy and Not the, to mention he he could i mean clearly being a com in computer science he, it's going to be hard for this person to find a mate you know, <laughs> but he can use body part substitution to give him all the all desirable qualities that he, they would want. Yeah, I mean, what yeah, he his just replaces head... his head with like, oh, I guess he couldn't get replace his head. Well, what he... if his head was like the most unattractive um, <laughs> face oh, no, ever? Theoretically, he so... could replace skin though, and eyes and ears, and because like there's. It doesn't give any limitation on what he can replace, so, so he could keep brutal. everything except his brain, or keep only his brain, and just so he could literally just trade brains with someone and become like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I guess. But I'm really liking this guy. The more I think about it, initially I was you just it, it would really be hard to have a sense of self if that yourself was always changing physical appearance like wise the yeah physical appearance wise like, but your your reality can continues changing so therefore it messes with you mentally there's a different movie i was thinking is specific there's like mystique or something where it's like they have a hard time identifying the, and then there's like i think there's a batman villain that becomes other people and well mystique is different she has a true form well, time. yeah, but she, like, she she's almost back. never in it. Well, yeah, that's just because she's... All right, it's not it's not about or... Mystique. We don't need to talk about Mystique. Okay. Um, okay. Poison Generation guy, like, he's definitely useful, especially with his, if he has an air cannon he's carrying around. <laughs> um, but, and then Night Vision. He, he definitely would have an advantage when it came to nighttime. But technically... It, depending on if his powers reside in like his eyes or something could body part substitution guy take his eyes and then see in the night oh i don't i don't know i think body part i think body part substitution guy just wins at this point like i don't know I think... all i'm thinking about is ways that he could just destroy everyone well i yes i agree that he has the ability to do that but also it just depends on how wall crawling teleportation guy decides to attack. If he decides to attack simply like if you're being punched in the face, your brain is still going to feel that Mr. 
body part substitution is still going to feel that. So he's still going to be in a fight. I mean, if, like, if, obviously, if he, if he switches brains with someone, and I mean, let's say that makes both people collapse. Sure. So, what? What's he gonna do if he switches brains with? He, he can't switch the brains with the people he's fighting because well, he's yeah, that, that's like his get up risk. Yeah, that's his like a last resort deal. But the like, I'm pretty. Sure, let's say he replaced. He swapped like torsos with someone. Like, okay, first off, first at let's minimum, that's pretty sexist. disorienting. Let's make one a female. I don't. <laughs> we're okay. always every superhero battle. We always pick this like them as guys. So I'm just. Making a joke. Well, with body part substitution guy, that could get interesting. Okay. Now you're, just, you're just making it weird now. I'm just trying to be politically correct, but okay. Um, All right, we're, we're trying to keep it a short episode today because we got stuff. So let's let's get some final thoughts. Uh, I'm saying body part substitution guy is the number one winner, and then between the other two, probably probably teleportation dude, just because he'd yeah. be I, I, really I, good. I think my favorite of the three is probably wall crawling teleportation Me because too. that's as close as you can get to Spider-Man without being Spider-Man. I mean, that's way beyond Spider-Man. Spider-Man can't teleport. He can't teleport, but honestly, being able to swing around New York is a lot cooler than teleporting. That is so not true. But Are you kidding? In terms Dude. of usefulness. Have okay, you ever well, not played usefulness, Spider-Man? But, I mean, coolness factor. I, I, I like I like the way spider-man swings around the city that's just so awesome you can't change my mind so right. so is that guy your number one uh he's my favorite uh as far as usefulness probably probably body parts substitution is most useful in both day-to-day life because of omnilinguism and then yeah. you know fight like if he's properly trained and he only uses body part tactically or as a last resort then yeah yeah i think for me, I think it's a close call between body part substitution and teleportation guy. I think they can... I'm leaning more towards a transportation dude, but I definitely see both of them having a lot of potential. I think in the end, body part substitution at least could get away, if not win the battle. So I guess I'll default to him. And obviously the linguism, I agree, is very useful on the day-to-day situation the more i think we should have talked more about omnilingualism because it's like a binary even is a language or something so you could like understand well, yeah, compute but it's not helpful in a fight which is all we exactly. care about so all right uh i think now that's we have some advertisement continuing um all right so have you ever sent a letter and thought to yourself man I hate that I had to kill a tree to send that envelope. Well, not anymore, because now you can pick yourself a pack of gelatin envelopes. Now, these this company creates envelopes of pre-made gelatin so that you can insert your le- said letter or whatever inside, send it through the mail, and then when the person gets it, they get to eat it. Boom. Gelatin envelopes. That's genius. <laughs> wow. Very prepared. I- how how has this never been invented before this company? Like it, it's just I can't imagine not having it now. For real. I mean Yeah, this is like the new email, bro. <laughs> yep. 
we, we don't have to spend that long. I didn't spend that long. Uh, <laughs> now, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. now to the what hypothetical to list. It kind of speaks for itself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now to the hypothetical list. We have a list, as promised. We have multiple hypotheticals this time. And it's because... Not of my multiple. creation, so if they're bad, it's not my fault. The reason why we have multiple is we were looking for inspiration for a good hypothetical, and we found a list of mediocre hypotheticals. So it's just going to be some shallow discussion of... Or short. More short, not shallow. Short discussions of what would you do in these situations, more, more like. Um, first one. You're walking in a forest, and you found a black suitcase. Inside of it holds 100... Or not 100... One million dollars and a piece of paper stained in blood with a single word, don't. <laughs> Would you take the suitcase home or leave it? Well, the, the, quick side note. The, there was a article I saw. There was a guy in Michigan who found a, a metal box that was like from an ATM, but the, the, like, the workers forgot to take it. And so it was just on the side of the street. And I think it had like $100,000 or something. And he ended up turning it in. Um, and so... Because where did, where did I find it again? In the forest. In the forest. Okay. Then sure. It's probably not they might, any. They might say, don't spend it on candy canes. That's not what don't means. Possibly. And, and it's it's written in red? Yeah. Blood. 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 It is blood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is blood. Okay. Just making sure. These are rapid-fire hypotheticals. Okay, uh, no, wouldn't take it. I'd just be like, eh, take it. the next guy get it. <laughs> wow. If you were really a robot, would you want to know? Really a robot? Well, at minimum, I'm a highly sophisticated android because I've, like, bled and such before. And so, uh, if I know, do I get to unlock secret powers? Like, can I use a my can i charge my phone for myself if i find out sure then <laughs> yes you uh, don't know this is a, I, I don't know I yeah. the the first thing i would want to know is who in the heck made a diabetic robot <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that oh, note yes. <laughs> why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You find a book and begin to read only to discover that it is your life. You get to the point that you are at right now. Do you turn the page knowing that you will not be able to change events to come? How long is this book? Would you look in the future to yours? Well, no, so, like how many pages, like how, how, what portion of my, the next you, moments of my life is in this next page? I told you this, these are shallow uh, hypotheticals. I, well, know. I, I know, but you get to define I, the conditions here. Here, here. Here's here's what I would do. I would read up to where I found the book, see how much of the book is left, and then like, oh, that's interesting. No, no, no. How about this? Just how leave it to surprise. You're, you're, we're all twenty and twenty-one, so we are about twenty percent of the way through the book. But you don't know if like the last twenty-some percent is blank or not. You don't know when it starts being coming blank. But all the books are the same size. At you minimum, have no way to know. I'd risk the next page, then, if it's not like the literal, it like so. If there's no way of knowing what percentage of the book is left, what if I do the next page? What if the, next, if page, the next page was just one sentence and it says like 
then he died. <laughs> just well, nothing. then I die. There's nothing I could have done. <laughs> I'll just say that'd be funny. I had a good run. Uh, Dan, I, 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 I wouldn't read ahead. I wouldn't read ahead. I don't think I would either. All right. Uh, if you got to choose between 50 years of being incredibly happy or to live forever and be unhappy, would you? what would you choose? This is easy. I would like to... 50 years of being incredibly happy. I don't want to live forever. I don't care to live forever. Well, but like the inherent thing of the question is you're not going to have joy. And so what's the point? Unless you just had a severe fear of death. Yeah. 50 years happiness. So we're all in agreement. I I don't know if we've ever all been in agreement. (laughs) (laughs) Something's wrong. Uh, (laughs) Everyone check the script here. (laughs) There's a glitch in the matrix. (laughs) Speaking of the matrix, if you could learn any one skill in the world without trying in parentheses, like the matrix learning style, which would you pick? I think Kung Fu, just like the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kung Fu. So awesome. But I wanted to say like Kung Fu, I feel like you could learn easier than, cause like I'm imagining like, masterfully knowing the piano or something or a musical instrument because that would take a lot of hours and so i'm trying to think what useful skill would take the most hours to learn i don't i don't know if i would want to do a martial arts a lot of the parts the useful parts of martial arts aren't the fighting skills themselves but a lot of it is what you learn about yourself along the way which sounds corny but like it, it, that that's what it is that's i understand that but it would be cool like that's it, it, i would think cool factor oh what would be coolest no that's what i was thinking that was my oh. thought it was oh, cool I gotcha. factor. it would be cool to know kung fu i'd rather train in it than just know it yeah i don't know uh programming programming <laughs> oh he's trying to learn it <laughs> brent you said something that would typically takes a long time to learn what's your last thing final answer belly dancing all right next one <laughs> all right you are offered a pill that makes you 25 percent more intelligent but permanently removes your hair including your eyebrow do you take the pill uh, yeah i do it i've already been bald might as well lose the eyebrows too <laughs> uh i don't i pass i don't know it's uh toughy just give an answer I'll say no for now, then. Just, just, just remember, this answer will affect the rest of your life. Correct. Wow. Speaking of which, I have a pill. Huh? Is it the same pill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was I... the final answer, Brent? Ah, uh, no. All right. Next. If Jurassic right. Park were real, would you visit it? If what is? What? Jurassic Park. Oh, 100%. If I get eaten by a dinosaur, I lived a good life. <laughs> like the that is one of my fa- the original one is one of my favorite movies of all time. That would be so dope. It, what was it, would I go to Jurassic Park? Yeah, if it was real. The mini description is an incredible vacation, although the park has questionable security. Uh yeah, I would go because why not? Yeah, I mean that'd be awesome. Like like I like zoos. Zoos are awesome, but I feel like I've seen pretty much everything there is to see at a zoo. I've never seen a dinosaur, so it would be exciting. It'd be like going to zoo. it'd be like how going to the zoo as a kid would be. Yeah. All right, let's get one more. 
Perfect, because I have one more. Uh, All right. If a zombie plague were to start right now, where would you hold up? I was just talking. So I work at a pharmacy, and um, I th- we lock up for the night. And it's like the amount of uh, barricades that they have set up in that pharmacy are insane. Because they have just like steel grates that drop down. And then they have electronic locks and then like dead bolts. They just have the, the whole nine yards. And so if I can't like obviously like a military base or something would be nice. But if it was like just in the town or something, 100% a pharmacy. Because those things can get locked up tight. Yeah. And you have drugs if you need, uh, like, to heal your dysfunction. I I don't know. I have no idea where I would go. I guess that's a good option. I don't know. Like, thinking about, like, Zombieland. Like, find, like, a grocery store, maybe, and, like, board up there. That'd be hard. That's a big area to... But you would have... Survive long periods of time. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably go to an island somewhere because i feel like it's a lot well like to protect a coast (laughs) but the the problem is like levels of of, is like can i go to antarctica then i'm gonna go to antarctica because no zombie will ever get there so yeah but or like a moon you're just counting on not only the fish that come near your settlement but also your ability to catch the fish that come near your settlement maybe Whereas if I were to go to an island somewhere, there's a lot more options as far as farming. But let's say let's just say like a suburban environment or a city environment. City environment? Yeah. Where would I go? First off, it would cause me to pronk. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no. I don't know. I have nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then that'll do it for, yeah, continuing. (laughs) All right. Next we have the bombastic quote. Daniel? Here it is. Roses are red and violets are inaptly named. All right. Whatever. It's fine. (laughs) All right. You know what? I'm okay with it. I'm I'm over it. All right is a good word. Uh, So we are going to talk about the Super Bowl because it's coming up this sunday for us this is probably still going to be posted on tuesday so it already happened for you you know who won we don't so uh we're just going to talk about random stuff we have a couple questions listed number one listed is who's playing because until uh this morning which is the uh friday before the super bowl i didn't know i i was sitting in class and i was talking with someone about their uh super bowl plans I was like, so who's even playing? And then everyone in the class in like a three meter radius just turned to me and looked as if I just said, I, I like, I enjoy seeing baby pandas in pain. Like, the, I was like, it's, it's acceptable to not watch football. You do realize that. And so do you guys know who's playing? San Francisco and Kansas City. Yep. Yep. Correct. I right. do not know. Um is that 49ers? San Francisco? Yeah, San yeah. Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I, I know Chiefs. that now. I did not know the I didn't know if the San Francisco was named 49ers or not. Yeah. I didn't watch that game. I watched the Chiefs game though. A follow-up question that I had was what decides where the uh Super Bowl is played? Do you guys know? Uh yeah, so it's like 
a few years ahead of time. I want to say like five. They have like the next so many Super Bowl stadiums planned out. And then basically it's a bidding war is my understanding. Well, like there's a voting process and like a bidding war. Yeah. So you could have told me I didn't need to do research on this because I I literally pulled it up. And yeah, until 2024, they have the next location planned. Oh, wow. But hmm. it can. I was like, why in the world is it in Florida if but like it's uh california and kansas but yeah there you go um, the actually you know. i think i think i think the kansas city chiefs are actually on the missouri side oh, yeah, I, so. I, both the chiefs and the i was testing you both on missouri. i also did research on that sure yep totally also okay Honestly, it's kind of sad going from the Missouri side of Kansas City to the Kansas side. No, sorry if that offends any of my Kansas people listening, but it's like, You're, really, you crossed the river. Shout out. It's a totally different. <laughs> yeah, we, it is definitely different. I feel like we might want to bloop that. Uh, well, oh, but yeah. well, now we need a bloop sound. Uh, yeah, go Brent, ahead. Brent, you got to come up with I always uh, come up with them. Yeah, so. Uh, Why we said the state. Foot Football themed. <laughs> Is... No one knows his last name. <laughs> Here, Ce- celebratory just noise. Just, just touchdown. All right. Everyone say touchdown uh, no. in three, two, one. Touchdown. touchdown. What touchdown. What was that at the same time? All right. Three, two. We're, we're, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just the, the, st- <laughs> the state of Super Bowl commercials right now. It's going downhill. What are your guys' yeah, opinions? Honestly, they were I much. Agree. They were much better when we were younger. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I remember. I, it used to be something I would look forward to, and now it's, it's just kind of especially like, oh. like Doritos. Like you lived to see the Dorito Super Bowl commercial. The if past, you missed like, two it, years it's just been nothing. And the the stupid thing is, is now companies, it's like go to our website and you can see the Super Bowl commercial early, and it's like what? The, There's no point to sit around the TV yeah. during like the commercials at that point. It's yeah. sad. Ticket price. Do you guys know how much a ticket to the Super $2, Bowl? Two thousand dollars. Just a, a base it's, it's one. Like two, it's like two or three thousand. It has to be. Currently, the one I found online, the only one I found was four thousand seven hundred and eighty-three dollars. I have no you idea where it is. Also looked it up two days before this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know how much they normally are, but right now, if you wanted to go, it's forty-eight hundred. Would you ever, so let's just say it is two grand. Would you ever pay to go to the Super Bowl? No. Like, what circumstances would have to be met in order for you to pay to go? Will Smith is going to sit right next to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One, I'd pay nine grand if Will Smith was going <laughs> to sit next to me. That would be, I'd play uh, 11 I, I, grand I, if I got to watch Will Smith play. I, I'd, I'd go to the Super Bowl if someone paid for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Solid stuff. And then last one we got surrounding the Super Bowl. Lindsay, what do you you came up with this one? I'll let you say it. Yeah. So I mean, as a kid, like I just remember because we lived five houses down from this uh, family that my family got along with very well. And one of the holidays that we'd always spend uh, together, all of us together, was the two families was the Super Bowl. And I would have school the next morning. But I want, would want to stay up late to watch the Super Bowl just because my friends and my family was watching it. And so I'd be up late uh, hanging out, and then I had to get up early. And now, kind of same thing, I get up 
pretty early in the morning and I just ate a lot of food, but I now I have to go to bed and it's already what, like 10 o'clock or something like that after the halftime show and everything that sat in between the game. And so why not make the day after Super Bowl a holiday? So are we saying like a national holiday or just like for school? It, national you holiday, know. why not? But, why not? I, I feel like that uh, lowers the value of the other holidays. Like Martin Luther yeah. King Jr. Day. And then is like, oh, what did he do? It's like, oh, he, he single, or not single. He was very influential in ending uh, racism in America. And then he's like, what's the next holiday? It's like, oh, uh, Americans played football the yeah, day it's, before. It's like, oh, hey. Here's a holiday national for you to, so that you can party hard and not have to come to work tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> the International Party Day. <laughs> the Recovery Day is what it is. Yeah, I guess it's recovery. International. Yeah, it's, it's Recovery Day, but like, I don't, I don't know if you should make a, a holiday just be like, okay, we're going to give you this holiday because you... Over did it, did it like day well. before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just it was just an interesting thought that as a kid it was always like a fantasy almost. It was like, what if I got the day the next day off just because I was kind of indirectly forced to stay up late to hang out with people. I don't know. But so overall everyone's saying no, no holiday? Yeah, I mean as yeah. a dog, I don't really need it. It was just a fun idea. Alright. I don't, I don't know if we could quite have time for five minutes, but I think we should still expand upon our world world building a little, give a little bit, give us a little bit to uh, after we have work a, off of for, for next week. We remember how to speak. All right, so <laughs> la- last time we left you, we had, I have to got the document here. So we've got a main planet that we don't know anything about. Around it is a ring of water with a bunch of islands and a large bridge going around it, and that's where the uh, creatures of said universe live. And there's a moon that's a white dwarf star. Yeah, Bombazia is the planet. And um, the the one... It's Bombazia. It's Bombazia. Point is, the the sun orbits the the planet and can cause, uh, like basically eclipse type deals and so uh today so that's the that's the landscape we have set up right now today we want to focus on who lives there slash what lives there so intelligent creatures if we don't have intelligent creatures then this is going to be boring so what do they look like um humanoid or yeah i mean bipedal they walk on two legs uh that doesn't that is what bipedal means. Uh, just to clarify, maybe not everyone. <laughs> that is. Rent. <laughs> Wait, am I starting a timer? Uh, we're just we're just gonna kind of go until we absolutely can't. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll do like three minutes or something. At uh, yeah. so, the humanoid bipedal. I think they should have uh, a second set of arms, but it's like crab pincers. So it's like they have their main arms, like human arms, and then be- directly below that, like let's say six inches, they have a shorter pair of crab-like pincers. I think that 
they should have three eyes that wrap around their head at perfect 60 degree uh, <laughs> 60 degrees. Yeah, it's, so that it's like but that's not the, the eyes. No, no, round. like no, 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 not not like a not like a round, but uh like the three points they, of a triangle, you know. So okay. they're they're uh, like 120 like degrees apart the around the circle. Okay. The, okay, so but like the eyes themselves are not arcs. They're still like circles. No. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 like eyes. Mm. Unless I mean, they could have like cubic <laughs> cubic eyes instead of eyeballs. <laughs> Uh, no, I like three eyes, they're, so their depth perception isn't going to be as great, but they can see virtually all around them. With well, maybe, maybe each of their eyes, eyes has two pupils. <laughs> that but helps them to perceive depth better. How, That's would that really help, though, because they're so close together? Um, I don't know. Apparently having two camera lenses helps iPhones have good pictures. Fair enough, okay. Alright, <laughs> so three eyes, six pupils... Uh, I was I was not a fan of optics. <laughs> quick math, yeah. <laughs> uh, lenses. Let's talk about lenses. No. Um, so bipedal. So they just have two human legs with human feet. Uh, sure. All right, human legs, human feet. Boring, but uh, uh, we like I'm it. How... They have belly buttons. Well, the I mean, that, do they, that depends on the burning uh, process, yeah, which in, I don't really want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, a cord has to be attached somewhere, assumedly, and so we don't have to make it the belly, but... Well, no, oh. they could hatch out of eggs. True. Do they hatch out of eggs? Yes. Well, because true. then they're not mammals. <laughs> so they're, they're either reptiles or birds, then. They're birds. This is... <laughs> okay, where, Brent, does this tell you this has to be accurate? Ah, uh, uh, fine. All right. <laughs> so they they go out. The humans lay eggs. Or, Humanoids lay yeah, eggs. Yeah. They're not humans. Yeah. So they lay lay eggs. And let's get one more attribute, and then we can end it for now. Um, yeah. what about their color? Question mark. Blue. I like blue. Like a sky blue. Like a like a uh, like like, a, like alien blue. <laughs> I, 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 turquoise or turquoise okay. alien blue no turquoise Tur alien turquoise turquoise but we're calling it uh alien blue yeah just that's the name of the color they're entirely different colors because you got turquoise and then you got alien blue you know oh definitely alien blue and see what exactly <laughs> what it looks like yeah alien uh, blue uh, while he does that uh, we're going to end the episode. So that is season two, episode two. Uh, we we had to cut this one a little quick on some of the segments because we've got deadlines that we need to do today. And so, as always, like, comment, subscribe, follow. means a lot to us. Um, you Be sure to look out for our episodes. We're going to go back to every Tuesday uploading, ideally. And so uh, every Tuesday you can find us on your local podcast source. Uh, Lindsay, do you have any thoughts? I put you first, by the way. I appreciate <laughs> that. And because of that, I uh, don't really have any other thoughts. I'm so overwhelmed with gratefulness. But that's why I didn't put Shout out to Brent's mom. I, yeah, so. uh, shout out to mom. I, I remembered. I was going to say Okay, it. I'm just making sure also, I... Uh, Will Smith, come to the, the podcast. we got to yep. get that into. Yo, Daniel. Will Smith, hit us up. 
All right, uh, just quick, I'd like to apologize. I, I am the reason we're in <laughs> such a rush because this weekend I'm participating in a 48-hour board game design competition, which I have to be at in five minutes. We so. will update uh, next episode how that goes and whether yeah. you epically failed or not and ruined Definitely. our podcast for nothing. So. We, we, ex- we expect big things. <laughs> but uh, with that, if no one else has anything to say, uh, be sure to look for us next week. But until then, you all have a bombastic week.